USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. My name is Ray Lance, and we're joined this morning by attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, everyone, and happy Memorial Day. And welcome to Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Pete is our investment advisor representative working with USA Wealth Management. And today we're doing a special show on Memorial Day. So as we begin our show today, this is a show that we like to do every year on um, just before Memorial Day, the Sunday before Memorial Day. And it's a very significant event in our country. Unfortunately, I think over the years it's become a day of sort of recognizing the first summer weekend and it's a day of barbecues and so forth. But there's also a lot happening on Memorial Day, and there's a lot of history surrounding Memorial Day. We want to talk about why this day is so special and perhaps some of the things that you might do and pause and remember why we do celebrate Memorial Day. It's also probably important to note the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day because maybe people don't know the difference. Sure. So Veterans Day, which is in the fall on November 11, celebrates um, and recognizes anyone who has served in the military, any veteran. Memorial Day is strictly a day to remember those individuals who've given their life um, in service to the country, usually in war. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the history of Memorial Day. We're going to be talking about some of the events that are taking place in Dartmouth, New Bedford, Fairhaven, Westport, Fall River. And the one thing that we encourage you to do is certainly enjoy your long weekend, and it's a special time of year for everyone, but also do remember to take a few moments to celebrate and remember what Memorial Day is really all about. And I say that every year, and that was an important point to uh, mention, Mom, is a lot of people just, especially non-military people, just don't understand what Memorial Day is. Um, I've had people say, oh, thank you for your service on Memorial Day. No, that's not what it's about. So it's it's truly just remembering and honoring those who have fallen for our country. Well, we like to make that distinction. And at 3 o'clock on Memorial Day is a time to just pause wherever 3 o'clock is in your time zone. It's and just pause for a minute and think about and remember those who gave their lives and sacrifice to the service of our country. It's uh, nice that we are now able to get back to a lot of um, events that you know we really couldn't have. Um, we've had events canceled because of weather and then because of COVID. So it's really nice that um, we are having a normal uh, Memorial Day again. And I'm gonna read off the list of events happening um, in your town or in a town near you. And I'll mention these again at the very tail end of our show also for any of um, you who might be missing the show right now. Uh, first of all, in Dartmouth, um, the Memorial Day Parade uh, kicks off uh, at 9 a.m. Uh, Monday, May 30th. It always leaves from uh, upon against it, goes across the bridge. There's a, a wreath ceremony at the bridge where they play taps, and then they carry on through the village and onto Elm Street, and they stop at the cemetery and have another ceremony, and it continues on down to where the old police station was on Russell's Mills Road uh, near Cumberland Farms. So at the Elm Street Cemetery, Pete, I know they do a 21-gun salute at that point also, don't they? They do. I was going to get into more detail about what's going on for the Dartmouth Parade at some point, but um, they do that, and then they also have a, uh, another ceremony uh, at the end where the World War I Memorial is. 
And again, that's at the old police station. And then in New Bedford, uh, there's the annual Fisherman's Memorial Day service. Uh, that is also Memorial Day tomorrow, Monday, May 30th. That is at 10 a.m. and goes until noon. Uh, that's at Pier 3 in New Bedford. And the address is 51 MacArthur Drive uh, in New Bedford. And uh, that procession leaves the Siemens Bethel at 9.30, heads down to Pier 3 uh, for a 10 a.m. start. And then in, if it's uh, raining, which it, it's not looking like it should, um, it's going to be inside the Siemens Bethel at 10 a.m. Uh, Fairhaven, Monday, tomorrow, May 30th, 10 a.m. Uh, the Fairhaven Office of Tourism, 141 Main Street in Fairhaven. And it steps off at the intersection of Main and Center Streets at 10 and proceeds north on Main Street to Riverside Cemetery. And then um, at the cemetery, there's a ceremony at the Civil War Monument, and there's participation from military and veterans groups. Westport, again tomorrow at 9.30, they have their Memorial Day Parade. That starts off with a brief ceremony at the World War I Monument at the Town Hall, and then goes down uh, south down Main Road to Beach Grove Cemetery, and then there's a ceremony to follow at the flagpole. And they do have refreshments in the Town Hall Annex Gym after the ceremony. And the last one is, um, oh, there is actually one more. Thank you, Mom. Um, there's one on the other side of the page. Uh, Fall River is uh, tomorrow, May 30th at noon, and that's at Battleship Cove and Maritime Museum, 5 Water Street, Fall River. And they're going to have a traditional military observance honoring the fallen and gold star families and a 21 gun salute um there's no charge for that and uh, i believe that's right where they have the um mini vietnam more memorial isn't it uh it, it's, it's very close by yes battleship cove itself is a very large uh place i'm actually upset i haven't even seen that yet i, I gotta go by there and take a look at that i was there for the dedication yeah and then lastly um freetown Lakeside Family Festival. That's um, actually going to continue all weekend long. It has been going on since Friday, and it wraps up uh, tomorrow. And that's at the St. John Newman Church, which is Cathedral Camp. Most of you should know that, 157 Middleborough Road. And those are the events. I'll mention those again at the end of the show. And by the way, a, a Gold Star family, you might have seen a Gold Star in somebody's window, uh, represents and signifies a family where somebody has uh, lost a member in the military service and service uh, to our country. Well, we've always been um, very interested in telling folks about Memorial Day and the history of Memorial Day. And we have a lot of military history in our own family too, don't we, Pete? Yeah, we do. Um, and I've said it for a long time that I wish that one of my boys would continue the tradition, but only if they chose an MOS, which is a military occupational specialty that would keep them well out of harm's way, like, you know, chef or... Well, we know, never know. Maybe a drone operator from over in the United States operating overseas like they have. Tenny, what do we like to do on Memorial Day weekend? We like to visit the graves of all of our family members, don't we? We do. Since this is a celebration... Uh, of the lives of people who are lost, we tend to go to the cemeteries of all our relatives, that's grandparents and parents, my brother, your uncle, um, lots and lots of folks. They all happen to be in the Worcester area, so it's quite a trek for us, and we've, we clean up the graves, we plant at the graves and so forth, and it's a nice time for us to remember um, I always sort of talk to my mom and dad when I'm there. Um, your uncle, who received the Purple Heart and perhaps other, I've forgotten, uh, awards for his services buried there. What were his awards? Yeah, my Uncle Harry, he actually served in World War II. Uh, he fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He received the Bronze Star. Bronze Star. Which is a, right. great, a great honor. You have a brother who's buried there who served in the United States Navy as a medical doctor. You have another brother who's living who served in the Army. Um, 
And you also have some uncles, uh, as I remember, in the Worcester cemeteries who right. served in the various uh, military campaigns. Yes, one of my uncles was a captain, and I think he served in um, World War One, if I remember correctly. Hmm. And then on our side of the family, Pete, uh, we have a long history of uh, people in the Marine Corps and in the Army. My brother served in the Army in the Vietnam War. He was there for a year in Vietnam. Uh, he was not wounded, but he was exposed to some things like Agent Orange and has medical conditions now as a result of that. But starting with my grandfather, who served in the Marine Corps in World War I, um, he fought in the trenches in France against the Germans, World War I. Uh, he was wounded. My father served 20 years in the Marine Corps. He retired as a sergeant major. Um, he saw active duty in combat in both World War II and Korea. And then I later served in the Marine Corps in the reserves, and you served in the Marine Corps in the reserves. So yes, we do have a long history in our family on both sides, really, of, of uh, people and individuals who've served in the war. And uh, fortunately, uh, for us at least, we don't have anyone in our families who um, was actually killed in the war. But again, back to the reminder, Memorial Day is to honor people who have made the ultimate sacrifice. President Barack Obama once said, our nation owes a debt to its fallen heroes that we can never fully repay but we can honor their sacrifice. So one of the things we're going to ask you to think about, ladies and gentlemen, as you listen to this show and celebrate the weekend, is take a little bit of time to do something to remember why we celebrate Memorial Day. And in a moment, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more in detail about the history of Memorial Day and some of the things that our office does and that you do, Tenny, for uh, helping veterans. Um, John F. Kennedy once said, the cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. And one path we shall never choose, and that is the path of surrender or submission. So he was a military man also. He, he uh, served in the United States Navy. After we uh, take a short break, I just wanted to mention, uh, for those of you listening, I'm going to thank some very special people who have assisted with the a project in Dartmouth, and I wanted to make sure that we get that um, uh, mentioned next. Well, we are going to take a short break. I want to give you another quotation from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, a famous poet in our country. And he said, They are dead, but they live in each other's patriots' breast, and their names are engraven on honor's bright crest. We're going to take a short break and be right back and tell you about an exciting project known as the Fonts Corner Flag Project. Stay tuned and we will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998. 998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about the history of Memorial Day and why it's so special and so important and what it means. We're also going to be talking a little bit about the numbers of Americans who've given their lives in service to their country. And before we begin that, I'd like to say a few words about the uh, flag project uh, on Fonts Corner Road. And I'm especially proud of what you have done, Peter, to help initiate this project. In the past, it's been uh, fairly common, or there have been a few times when flags have been flown up and down Fonts Corner Road, especially in the commercial area. And what I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, is that Peter took the initiative to 
meet with a selectman in the town of Dartmouth and get permission to reconstitute that activity. And so, Pete, um, we've seen flags now for the entire weekend for Memorial Day weekend, and they're going to be flown again for events such as Fourth of July, Flag Day, Flag Day, Veterans Day, Pearl Harbor Day, nine eleven, right? Any of those official and unofficial patriotic holidays. So, if you've seen the flags and you wonder where they come from, um, last year on Pearl Harbor Day. Peter realized that he couldn't remember the last time he saw the American flags being displayed on the median on Fonts Corner Road during our various patriotic holidays. So he did some investigating, and he learned that the Lions Club had previously been responsible for uh, placing the flags on Fonts Corner Road. And I don't even think that they did it for a full year. I just remember seeing them a couple of holidays and how amazing it was to see. It must have been around 2011, 2012, and... It struck me that I hadn't seen them in a very long time um, and made me remember how I felt when I saw them. Well, it's always a wonderful thing to see it, and hopefully people are appreciating that who've seen it this weekend. So I know that you reached out to the Town of Dartmouth Board of Selectmen and asked that would it be possible to restart that project again and to display the flags during times of military and national holidays. And what happened from there? Uh, They all... Loved the idea very quickly, unanimously approved it, and you know gave some words of encouragement and talked about how they really just loved the idea. Uh, the select board chair, Sean McDonald, and vice chair, David Tattlebaum, um, and the rest of the board were really happy and loved the idea. And, um, he's no longer a board member, but uh, John Haran wrote me a really nice uh, letter and a donation as well, a cash donation. Um, he just said make sure that the flags are made in america which of course i would oblige and make sure that that was absolutely a a, a promise i'd like to keep and did did keep i've actually seen american flags in stores before that said made in china and i wouldn't buy them no but anyway so you can't do this project alone so you had some help with it um had a lot of help um it's been a labor of love there's been nights where i've been kept up thinking how the heck am i going to do this and how am i going to get it done in time but um had a lot of people come together and, and help out. Um, first of all, uh, Jen Sapega, um, she put a, a lot of time in helping me coordinate all the behind the scenes things. Uh, we had a lot of people who helped to assemble the flags um, and uh, you know cut the PVC pipes and the base inserts and everything. We had uh, Nelson Amaral and his Boy Scout Troop number 74 uh, come and they did a, a great job helping to get the flags assembled on the poles. Um, and then uh, Brad Thalen was there as well on that day. Uh, Michelle Rosa um, and uh, Lenny as well on that day. And then uh, just about two weeks ago, we spent a full day on a Saturday. Uh, Brad Thalen was there again. Jen Zapega was there again. Michelle Rosa was there uh, in the morning. And uh, we had four people from Dartmouth Fire Department, District 3, who helped out uh, an enormous amount as well. Uh, they had their forestry truck that we used to mix the concrete. Um, that was very useful and helpful. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, and that was uh, Devin Madeira, Nick Livesey, Patrick Mondanka, and Julie Giusti. Uh, and then uh, one of Jen's friends, Jay Lewis, and his friend Scully were um, enormously helpful as well. So we had a lot of great people, and we also have a great crew of people who helped put up the flags and are going to help take them down uh, tomorrow. So it was a a really great thing that everybody came together to get this done. It was a lot of work, especially digging those holes and pouring the concrete to put the base uh, pipes in. So do you remember what my contribution to this project was, Pete? Um, I like the idea. Go with it. No, I suggested (laughs) don't just put the flags in the ground. I said... Pour concrete, put tubes in the ground, and therefore they'll all stand up straight the way they should, and it'll be easier to take the flags uh, out and put them in every time you want to do it. Well, one of the things that did keep me up is, you know, there's 50 flags. Um, I went out there with one of those measuring wheels that uh, you might see DPW workers using, and I measured all three medians to find out how many flags could go up, and I thought it would be nice to have 42 flags because of the distance. It would look good with, uh, I think it was like 55 feet in between or 75. I don't remember my initial um, measuring. 
but I went to um, a meeting and a Marine Corps uh, brother of mine said, Pete, I got to ask you, why 42? You're killing me. You got to do 50 if you're going to do 42. Well, we have 50 states, so that's a good symbol. So uh, we changed the math, and they're a little bit closer together than initial uh, initially planned. But so you had to do some math too. Yep, a lot of math. Actually, how about donations? Who paid for these flags and so forth? Um, well, that's uh, again uh, something I wanted to mention. Uh, we did get that donation and that really nice letter from John Haran. Uh, he donated money towards the project. Um, also, Alex Aguiar made a very sizable donation. Um, and loved the idea. He's a friend of mine. And uh, Megan Wakefield, and she donated a nice uh, amount of money as well. Um, and her donation was in honor of her father, Michael E. Lafferty, who was a Navy Vietnam veteran. So a lot of people have helped physically with the project and have contributed money to it. But, you know, I, I do have to tell you that um, I'm really proud of what you've done to think about this and to initiate the project and to organize it. And the last thing I'll mention is um, a large chunk of the materials um, was received by Home Depot. Uh, Jen Sapega knows the manager, Connor and Katie, and she asked if we could get a, um, you know, a, a reduction 10% off 24. Well, I can get the 10% off as a veteran, but you know, she asked if we could get a further reduction and they just donated a large chunk of the um, materials. And then the rest of the materials were purchased by USA Wealth Group, including tools and um, a power auger that we had to rent and more concrete and more concrete and more well, concrete. <laughs> a big, big, big thank you and well done to you and to everybody else who assisted on the project and contributed to the project and Home Depot and everybody else. And just a special thanks also to the rest of the select board, um, as well as the town administrator, Sean McInnes, who uh, wrote a really nice letter to me that he didn't have to, so that he loved the project and thanked me for my service. And um, uh, just everybody came out and was really supportive and helpful. Um, Paul Pacheco, who's the head of the department that maintains the median, mm -hmm. uh, was very supportive. I, I was thinking he was going to shoot the idea right down of us drilling holes in his median and pouring concrete and putting PVC tubes in. Yeah, it's, just <laughs> a wonder, it's just a wonderful thing to do, and hopefully everybody appreciates it and enjoys it. But I have to add one more little footnote to this whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. Peter actually broke his big toe in the process of doing this, and has been hobbling around now for a couple of weeks with one of these big boots on his foot. Trying to reset <laughs> Trying to reset one of the manhole cover. covers. <laughs> yeah, no good deed goes unpunished. Yep. Right? Well, enjoy the project, ladies and gentlemen. And when you see it, just remember that not only is it to celebrate Memorial Day and other important events that will come up, but a lot of community people and businesses and town officials have helped to contribute to make this project possible. So with that, let's talk a little bit about the history of Memorial Day. Uh, time what, is running on here. What surprised me about the history when I looked into it was that it didn't become a federal holiday until 1971. Yeah, actually, uh, Lyndon Johnson was somewhat instrumental to making it a formal federal holiday. It had been celebrated a lot before then. So let's talk a little bit about the history and let's talk about how many Americans have died in U.S. wars. So here's a question I always like to ask. I'm going to ask Tenny this question because she's a uh, history buff. Tenny, in what war did the most people die in uh, this country? Uh, I'm, I'm not aware of that without looking. I think oh. it's World War II. Peter's Where's way, Peter Peter's raising his hand. Wasn't it the Civil War? Civil War. Tenny, you're a Civil oh my War God. history buff. Well, I know, but there were more people. <laughs> I knew that, and you're the biggest Civil War buff I know. Back of the statistics. <laughs> no, in World War II, um, there were uh, 405,399 Americans killed in World War II. In the Civil War, there were 498,332 uh, killed. And we go back with records all the way to the Revolutionary War. Surprisingly, in that war, there were only 4,435 American deaths in the Revolutionary War. In the War of 1812 was 2,260. Um, Mexican War was 13,283. But the Civil War was really a big one, 498,332. 
than the Spanish-American War. World War I was 116,516, and as we said, World War II was 405,399. So a lot of Americans have sacrificed, made the ultimate sacrifice. The Korean War, my dad fought in both World War II and Korean War. Korean War, there were 54,246. In uh, Vietnam, I have a record of 90,220, but I'm not sure that that's an accurate number. I'll, I'll look that up um, in between um, the, this segment and the next. Uh, but that's remarkable, and it's, it's really sad when you think about it, and that's why we celebrate Memorial Day, and I really encourage you to just you know, take a break yep. and really I will, recognize those I just those want to losses. mention the last two important things. The Persian Gulf War, which we don't want to forget, 1,565 Americans, and the Global War on Terror, 6,852. So we'll take a short break. We will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Fifty-eight. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about Memorial Day today. We're recognizing the sacrifices that many Americans have made in all the various wars and conflicts that we've had in this country. And please do remember this weekend and Memorial Day, which is tomorrow, it's to remember the war dead, not just veterans. And we just ran over the numbers of you know most of the major wars, conflicts that uh, uh, our fallen American military members passed away from. But you know when you really think about it, most of those deaths are very young people. You're talking seventeen or younger in some situations. But bottom line is. Most of them are 18 to 25 years old and had their whole lives ahead of them and never got to, you know... It's often the young. Never got to have a, a, a life, and they did that for our country. Well, a person named Robin Hayes once said, Memorial Day this year is especially important as we are reminded almost daily of the great sacrifices that the men and women of the armed forces make to defend our way of life. That's what it's really all about. So a lot of people don't know anything about the history of Memorial Day. How did it actually come about? And uh, historically, without going into a lot of detail, there have always been events going back from um, as early as 431 uh, B.C. when countries and cities and so forth would have ceremonies to remember and commemorate uh, their war dead, going back to Pericles, an Athenian general. But interestingly, which I... I've only realized as I've been studying the history of Memorial Day, one of the earliest commemorations of Memorial Day was organized by recently freed African Americans. Hmm. And that's always been amazing to me. So three weeks after the Confederate surrender in the Civil War, uh, there was an unusual procession of thousands of individuals, and a lot of them were freed slaves, uh, who came out of camps in Charleston, South Carolina, and they marched uh, through the city. Uh, They were accompanied by regiments of what was called the U.S. Colored Troops, which did include, by the way, uh, individuals from the Massachusetts 54th Infantry, very famous uh, African-American troop. If you've Um, ever seen the movie Glory, that's all about the Massachusetts 54th. What they did is they... They gathered in the site of the former camp where they had been held slaves, and they consecrated a new burial site for the Union dead. So initially, it actually started um, in that fashion. You mentioned before the number of um, those who uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice in Vietnam is 90,220. I'm I'm seeing, and you question that number, uh, I'm seeing the number of... uh, 58,220. I know that's the number of names on the uh, on the memorial wall, so Vietnam I, memorial wall. I wonder if they're 
you know, taking into account those who passed away after due to, you know, Agent Orange and other other um, reasons. I'm not sure why. That... Possibly, and possibly outside the, the actual terms of the com of the uh, conflict itself. But that number came from a very reputable source, so I'm, I'm just Yep, came from why, uh, PBS. Why it was, is uh, inflated. Well, in any event, as far as the history is concerned, so that's the earliest known recognition of an event to uh, consecrate and remember uh, war dead. But then um, there have been lots of events since then, and there's a very famous uh, general uh, called uh, General John Logan, and he was the commander-in-chief of the Union Veterans Group, known as the Grand Army of the Republic. If you ever wonder where that word comes from, you'll see it on highways, the Grand Army of the Republic Highway. Um, in uh, Fall River in Somerset, for example, G.A.R. Highway. He issued a decree that May 30th would be a, a nationwide day of commemoration for more than 620,000 soldiers killed in the recently ended Civil War. So historically and by legend, May 30th was actually a day that was selected. Um, and some people think it was because that's when flowers were in bloom. That's, that's a little unclear. And here again, the statistics don't line up because one version of this talks about 620 soldiers killed in the Civil War. Thousands. But the other statistics that we have is 498,000. Right. So, but nevertheless, far too many. So um, General Logan probably got the idea of having a, a day of uh, memory um, and commemoration from the events that had happened earlier in the South. And he called it Decoration Day. It was originally called not Memorial Day, but Decoration Day. And nine Southern states, um, uh, even today, officially recognize a Confederate Memorial Day, surprisingly. Yeah, and even before the war ended, there were women's groups across uh, a, a large part of the South that were gathering informally to decorate the graves of conf the uh, Confederate dead. Yeah. I'd like to mention that if anybody's interested in knowing more about the history of this, uh, give our office a call. We'd be happy to pass along some of this material for you. Um, and you can call us at 508-998-8858, or you can call Tenney at 508-998-8800. Um, this is a program where we really want to talk about Memorial Day and not so much about us and what we do. But I do want to take just a moment to mention that Attorney Tenny Lance is a certified veteran specialist, and she gives a lot of advice and counsel to veterans, and you're not allowed to charge for that, correct? I'm not allowed to charge for that advice, correct. What I am allowed to charge for, I've actually never done, which is to uh, get involved with uh, the appeal system. And the other thing to mention is that every city in town in Massachusetts has a, a veterans agent, right? Yes. Is that the proper title for them? Uh, yes. We've got some really dedicated, knowledgeable veterans in every city and town in Massachusetts. They can, are super people. They are so dedicated to what they do. Yeah, and I'm friends with Brad Fish, who's one, and, and uh, Carol uh, Freitas. Carol Freitas from Westport, Westport. Is Westport, and they're both uh, former Marines, and they are passionate about their jobs. Um, I don't know Matt very well, but I've had some great conversations with him. He's the Dartmouth um, uh, veterans agent. Uh, Mom, I know that you have spoken with him as well. Yes, he, by the way, in case Dartmouth people are listening, has relocated his office to the Council on Aging. So if you want to reach Matt... You can reach him there. Oh, over on Dartmouth Street? Yes. And he was very responsive and uh, had some good conversations with him about the Fonts Corner Road flag project also. Well, historically in this country, as well as around the, the world, um, other countries, we have always celebrated, first it was called a Decoration Day to honor war dead, and now it's called Memorial Day. But surprisingly, it didn't become a federal holiday until 1971. So it had been celebrated earlier as Decoration Day, and as early as or as late as 1890, every former state of the Union had adopted it as an official holiday. But 
Memorial Day itself wasn't officially recognized nationally until the 1970s, when we were deeply in the middle of the Vietnam War. Although I can remember decorating my bicycle and participating in the Auburn, Massachusetts Memorial Day Parade when I was little. Mm -hmm. And um, for some reason, I'm still a little bit confused about the date because I thought that President Lyndon Johnson signed legislation as early as 1968. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sorry. That was. There's been a lot of argument and contention about where was the first Memorial Day celebrated. And something like 20 cities and towns have stepped forward and said, we were the first. Mm. <laughs> Get over yourselves and honor the holiday for what it is instead of saying that we're number one. <laughs> yeah. What it was that he signed was legislation that declared that Waterloo, New York, was the first official Memorial Day in the country. This doesn't have um, anything to do with Memorial Day itself, and we talked earlier about why Memorial Day is very specifically for those who have uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice by giving their life for the country. But um, I just found this fascinating. In World War II, 12% of the population served in the military. And now, as you know, and we've mentioned before, less than 1% of the population serves in the military. Uh, 329 million people in the United States. This is 2019 census info. And of those 329 million people, only 1.3 million are on active military duty. Um, and another 800,000. So just over 2 million out of 329 million even serve in the military. Well, a gentleman named John McHugh once wrote, as America celebrates Memorial Day, we pay tribute to those who have given their lives in our nation's wars. And it is really the ultimate sacrifice, isn't it? So um, today, a lot of people really have forgotten what the meaning of Memorial Day is, which is why we like to remind everybody Um, Alan West once said, Nowadays, many Americans have forgotten the meaning and traditions of Memorial Day. At cemeteries across the country, the graves of the fallen are sadly ignored and worse, neglected. So there's always things you can do. You can uh, attend a parade. That's a way of celebrating. Visit a local veteran's cemetery or um, even better, assist in putting flags. They they have uh, military markers. Um, for anyone who served in the military, uh, you can put uh, flags in the ground at cemeteries. The Marine Corps League does that every year. Um, you can attend memorial services, raise your own flag. Um, you can hoist a POW MIA flag. And there's actually more than 83,000 Americans still missing uh, just since World War II, the Korean War, the Cold War, Vietnam War, and the Gulf War. 83,000 POWs, MIAs. That's incredible. We're going to take one more break. When we come back, I want to read a special poem that was written by um, a Canadian officer um, in the midst of World War I. And it's um, something that I like to read once in a while. But I'm going to just leave you with a thought before we take a break by Nick Lampson. There is nothing nobler than risking your life for your country. With that, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and talk about some other things that you ought to know. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are today remembering, I guess we could say celebrating, but we're also remembering those who have given their lives in service of our country. And uh, John F. Kennedy once said, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. We're not asking people to give their lives, but a lot of people have given their lives in service to the country. No, and I, I, I'm not trying to stand on my soapbox or sound too preachy, but I get really um, 
preachy <laughs> every Memorial Day uh, when I see all these people, you know, saying that Memorial Day is the official kickoff to summer and they're having a barbecue and tossing back beers and just having a good old time. And yes, you know, have some fun. But if you're not pausing at least once, and we'll talk about, you know, when to pause officially, but if you're not, you know, having a sip of beer and appreciating how good it tastes because of those who have passed away just for you to be able to have these freedoms, then I don't want to know you. <laughs> well, a quick little uh, flag etiquette tip also. If you do attend a parade and the parade is going past you, if you see the little tiny flags, you don't have to do anything special. But if you see in that there's a color guard that's leading a band or something of that nature with the you know, full-size flags, Take your hats off, gentlemen, as the flag is uh, going by. Put your hand over your heart, ladies and gentlemen, as your flag is going by. Uh, This parade is not just for entertainment. It's to commemorate those who've given their lives. And again, not to sound preachy, but I was very patriotic even before I uh, went into the Marine Corps and Paris Island and even long before uh, 9-11 and any of that. And I get really upset when the national anthem is playing and men don't take off their hats and uh, i see it all too often and it's offensive take your hat off yeah i've been at a football game when that's happened and a couple of guys in front of me just sitting there with their hats on sitting and i would just yell down to them and say stand to attention and take off your hats and they did yeah anyway in 1915 in world war one Canadian Lieutenant Colonel John McRae, he was a brigade surgeon for an Allied artillery unit. Uh, In the midst of the fighting, he saw a cluster of poppies shortly after he had served in this uh, really bloody battle. And the sight of these red flowers against the background uh, inspired him to write this poem called In Flanders Field. And of all the quotes that you have and the poems that you enjoy this one hits you know the most for me and means the most for me and because of you I really understand this poem and and what the poppy um what the poppy uh, flowers are and and why they're so important now and you what it, what it represents for Memorial Day well, let me just take a moment and read in Flanders Fields by John McRae in Flanders Fields the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place And in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. Great poem. Great, great poem. So since that time, uh, the poppy has remained a symbol of remembrance for Memorial Day. And in Canada especially, and he was a Canadian officer in the war, uh, it's very common and very popular for people to wear poppies to memorialize Um, Memorial Day. We do it occasionally in this country. It's a rare occasion. I've seen sometimes veterans groups uh, giving out poppies in front of stores and accepting donations for veterans groups, but you don't see it as often in this country anymore. But if you see somebody wearing a poppy around Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, uh, that's what it's for. It's to uh, memorialize and commemorate Memorial Day. Um, I'm going to mention, as as I told you I would uh, at the first of four segments, just really quickly, and I'm going to go through this faster. Um, I'm not sure when this is available for online listening, for podcasts, or anything else. Um, I don't know what the turnaround time for that is, uh, but it may be available uh, later on today or maybe tomorrow morning. I'm not really sure. Um, but if you didn't hear the first segment and um, I went through these events much slower. Um, You may be able to find out um, online listening with Spotify or on our website. Uh, In any event, all of these events um, are taking place tomorrow in Dartmouth, the Memorial Day Parade. uh, Basically anywhere on Elm Street is a good place to be. Starts off at 9 a.m. 
They do have several stops along the way for little ceremonies, um, including a 21-gun salute at the Elm Street Cemetery. New Bedford, the annual Fisherman's Memorial Day service, uh, kicks off at 10 a.m. Uh, they leave from Siemens Bethel, and um, there's a, a service at Siemens Bethel also. Uh, Fairhaven at 10 a.m., uh, and that uh, kicks off at the intersection of Main and Center at 10 and they do a, a ceremony at the end of that at Riverside Ceremony, uh, Cemetery, excuse me. Uh, in Westport, the Memorial Day Parade is at 9.30. Uh, it starts at the um, World War I Monument at the Town Hall and then ends up at the Beach Grove Cemetery, Crove Cemetery, excuse me. And uh, there are refreshments after at the Town Hall Annex Gym. Fall River, the Memorial Day Ceremony is at the Battleship Cove and Maritime Museum, and that is at noon. Uh, they have a traditional military observance, 21-gun uh, salute. And lastly, the Freetown um, Lakeside Family Festival. I'm not really sure if they're doing anything particular for Memorial Day, but that's the festival that's going on and wraps up tomorrow. So if you haven't had a chance to um, visit Battleship Cove, you really ought to do that. It's an incredible uh, asset that we have in the South Coast. And if you haven't visited the Vietnam Memorial Wall, you should do so. It's, it's a really emotional experience. It's an 80% replica of the Vietnam Memorial Wall, which is in Washington, D.C. And what makes it even more special is that um, it's licensed in Fall River, and the organization that created that um, um, received the rights to put it there, but there cannot be another one within a 50-mile radius from Fall River. So we can't have one in New Bedford. We can't have one in the Cape, for example. Um, probably not even in Boston. Um, it's amazing. There are 58,282 names on it. You'll always see flowers there. You'll always see people touching the wall. And it's a really powerful tribute to members of the armed forces that were killed or missing in action in uh, Vietnam. And um, it's done alphabetically, so God bless the United States of America. You need to see this if you haven't seen it yet. I'd like to mention also very quickly that, um, as I said, Tenny is a certified veteran specialist, and she does a lot of free work. And I know, Tenny, that there's uh, handouts and things that you can provide if somebody is interested. Um, there's something called aid in attendance. Yes, aid in attendance is a very important program for uh, older veterans. It can pay up to about 2000 per month to help with your care. And so we'd be happy to talk with you about that. I've seen situations in the past when um, a client has come in and they didn't even realize that they were entitled to certain kinds of benefits and they were able to get some of those benefits retroactively. Um, there's a lot of good handout material that you can receive. This is for veterans and for uh, spouses of veterans also. Correct, Tenny? It's not yes. just for the veteran themselves. Yes. You can have a situation when somebody was married to a veteran who might be deceased, and it's possible that the surviving spouse, uh, male or female, could be entitled to benefits that they don't know about. That's correct. So although we're talking today about celebrating and remembering the war dead, um, we do a lot to help in this office here, and Tenny does a lot of work to help veterans who are living. I did get some clarification that uh, you can listen to this show if you did miss the first segment where I went through the um, town events much uh, slower and much more detail with what's taking place um, immediately after the show. So you get to listen to us twice. Yay. <laughs> oh, and, and it will be on the website also. Yeah, the website or... Anywhere you um, have podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. So, Charlie Dent once said, Freedom does not come without a price. We may sometimes take for granted the many liberties we enjoy in America, but they have all been earned through the ultimate sacrifice paid by so many members of our armed forces. Real quickly, I just wanted to mention uh, the Vietnam Memorial Wall, which I have seen in person. It's unbelievably moving. Um, I talked to you earlier about how young so many of them all were. Um, Twelve of the soldiers on the wall were 17. 33,103 were 18. And then, you know, there was one that was even 15 years old. And um, 
There's 31 sets of brothers on the wall. There's just a there's a one page sheet if anybody's interested. It's really sad, uh, fascinating but sad um, facts about the. the and we'll send wall. that to you if you just contact our office. So to conclude for today, here's some things you could do to. Remember what Memorial Day is all about. Visit your local cemetery, visit a veteran's home, attend a parade, attend a memorial service, one of the celebrations or memorials that's given at the end of a parade. Put your flag out, raise your flag. Honor the National Monument of Remembrance. Remember that on Memorial Day itself at 3 p.m. every Memorial Day, every American is asked to pause for just one minute to honor the fallen. Put out a POW MIA flag or visit a battlefield or listen to the National Memorial Day concert. I know, Tenny, we like to do that uh, on PBS at night. Um, There's so many ways that you can remember what this day is about. And um, thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Pete, thank you for your service and thank you for what you and your crew and your team and town officials and Home Depot and everybody has done for the flag project on Fonsacona Road. Tenny, thank you for being a certified veteran specialist. And most of all, thank everybody who has served or who has had a relative who served in the military service of our country. And we will be with you again next week on the radio. offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.